I want to read and discuss an email that I received a couple of days ago from a reader. Very nice email. He uh, has some questions about some things here. His email starts out with some compliments, which are very nice, and then he goes into his question. He says, allow me to ask one question, if I may. Since you are, like myself, not a young man anymore, how do you deal with or would you deal with the feeling something in life has passed you by? In my case, this specifically means not being married and having a family at the age of 43. I do not have any complaints about life so far, but this is something of a sore spot for me, especially as dating and meeting women does not get easier the older I get. Perhaps this type of question is of interest for a wider audience. So that's his question. And this is a good question because, of course, you know, going through life, everyone always has regrets. There are people that, that are out there saying, oh, I don't have any regrets about anything. I have no regrets. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Most people do have regrets, and there's nothing wrong with having regrets. But specifically about this question, specifically about this question, I, I would say this. Look, life is all about choices. Life is all about trade-offs. Life is all about sometimes just accepting the way things happen. Sometimes there's no reason for why things are the way they are. Sometimes there is no reason how things end up the way they end up. One of the pre-Socratic philosophers, I think it was Diogenes, said when someone asked him a question of whether he should get married or not, he basically told this guy, this young guy, well, you'll regret whatever decision you make. And I don't know if that was said in humor or if that was concealing a larger wisdom, but I think it's true in many ways. No matter what you do in life, you're always going to have regrets. So I think it's it's the wrong way to look at things to say, well, I don't have a family, I'm not married right now, and, and I, you know, I feel really uncomfortable about that, and I really regret. Look, you're looking at things from the wrong perspective. When you approach life like that, from this scarcity, from, what, from a perspective of what you don't have, of course, you're going to feel a sense of loss. You're going to feel a sense of being denied something. But you can't look at things that way. That's the wrong way to look at things. You have to almost look at life when it comes to these sort of things, almost as if the situation that you have, that was created just for you. The situation that you have was created for you. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. And if you look at it from that perspective, like the situation was created for your benefit, then things become very different. Because everybody's path is different. There are no, there is no uniform path. There is no one-size-fits-all path for everyone. Everyone has a different path. And what is right for one person may not be right for someone else. And you can say, oh, well, that's just common sense. But you don't really implement that. People say that, but they don't, they don't really implement that in their lives. They don't apply it to their lives. They don't really believe it. Or if they do believe it, they don't internalize it enough. So that's how you have to look at these things. It's the wrong way to say what I don't have. Think of all the things that you do have. And, you know, I really do believe that in many ways people do get what they want. In many ways people really do get what they want in life. And if someone is single at a certain age and if someone is married at a certain age, I think we have to basically accept the fact that deep down, maybe they want it that way. That's the way they want it. And I think a lot of us who are single at a certain age or don't have families, 
deep down, if we're really honest with ourselves, the reason why that it's that way is because we want it that way. That's, that's how we've chosen to live our lives, at least up until that point. And that may change at some point in the future. But if you really cared enough to change it, you would do something to change it. If it really bothered you, if it really, if it really meant something to you, you would do something to take action to change it. So since that's the case, then the question we really have to be asking is, why then the feeling of the pangs of regret? Well, I would say those pangs of regret that you're feeling is not because you think you should be doing something you're not doing. Those pangs of regret are that you feel uncomfortable feeling good about the decision you've made. In other words, you you almost don't you, you don't feel comfortable with this with the decision you've made you don't like the implications of the decision you've made other people are pressuring you to have uh have a family to get married and you don't like that pressure so when someone says something like that to me my first instinct is no it's not it's not that you don't that you're upset about it you're upset at other people's reactions to you about that that's what you're really upset about what you're really upset is you don't like the fact that other people have a problem with it. Okay? That's how you decode this feelings, these pangs of regret. You're not really mad. Because deep down, if you wanted a family, if you wanted a wife, if you wanted kids, you would do it. It's not hard. It's not rocket science. And I really do think that most of the people that go down that path, they don't go down that path with some grand master plan where they know exactly what they're doing. It's almost like one thing follows after the next, and then they just adapt their lives to the situation that presents itself. That's what happens. No. If you decide you don't want that route, be proud of what, be confident in your decision. Own up to your decision. Stand by your decision. Accept responsibility for your decision. That's what I say to you. That's what those, those pangs of regret say to me. They say to me that you're not really deep down. You're not, you're not comfortable with your decision. You're not proud of what you've done. You're not able to, to articulate to other people why you did. And not that, not that you need to articulate to anybody anything. But you are deep down on some level. You feel a little bit of residual guilt you feel a little bit of residual remorse that you didn't follow the script that someone else wants to lay out for you. You, you maybe you have family members, maybe you have parents, you have brothers, sisters, co-workers, friends, whatever. And they are doing what such people often do, which is impose their little worldviews and their little life conceptions on you. And instead of handling it like a mature adult or just letting it roll off your back, you're letting it get under your skin. You're letting it bother you. You're, you're letting it bother you. You're trying to find ways of dealing with your anger, irritation, guilt, whatever. And what I'm here to tell you is don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're the one that needs to walk that path. No one's paying your bills. None of these people care about you. Everyone's path is different. Be proud of what you've of the decision that you've made. Understand that a man is a product of all the decisions that he makes in his life. And the decisions that you make are what shape you. And if you are the way you are, if you're single, it's because you want it to be that way. It's because you want it to be that way. Be a man, 
Be responsible for what you've chosen to do. Stand up for your decisions. Take responsibility for yourself. As I said before, hold yourself accountable. Hold yourself accountable. You know, nothing is more irritating than the person who's out of shape is always walking around saying, oh, I really wish I was in, wish I was in shape. I really wish, you, oh, oh, Quintus, what am I going to do? You know what? I don't know how to. No, you know what to do. If you wanted to go down that path, you would go down that path. Obviously, you don't want to. And I'm not saying you should. Everyone's path is different. What, what path worked for me may not be the path for someone else. And sometimes people's paths can change. You know, it's never too late to do certain things. Okay? It's all up to you. It's, it's what you want. It's what you want. So understand and see things from, from that perspective. So that's the first point I think that needs to be made here. So then your focus, just like everything else in life, should be becoming a better person. Focus on becoming a better person. Ask yourself, what's going to make me a better person? And I've said before, and I, I will say it again, what you give in life is what you get. What you put out there is what you get back. If you put out negative energy, if you put out hostility, if you're putting out hateful nonsense, you're going to get that back. If you don't want people to do bad things to you, don't do them to somebody else. That's what I say. Become a better person. What comes around goes around. All these little things which you think are platitudes, it's true. It is so true, man. It is so true. I see it over and over and over. You see it all the time. You know, I see people that, you know, they come into my they come into my office, you know, they come in for consultations, they want advice, they want help. And some, you know, 95% of them are, are fine, are good, but there's always a small percentage they come in, they're angry, they're belligerent, they're confrontational, you know. And you would think it's counterintuitive, you know, you're coming to a professional for help, you want some advice, you want help, you know, why can't you just listen and just humble yourself and just feel the advice that's, that's being given out. But certain people, they can't do that. Because they're so caught up in their own head, they're so wrapped up in their own world, they're so filled with their own, their own angst and their own hatred and their own baggage, they can't get past it. And so no matter what advice I give them, it's going to fall on deaf ears. They don't want to listen. They don't want to change. They don't want to change. And those people, all you can do is show them the door. That's all you can do. You can't, you can't, you can't save everybody. You can't save everybody. You know, I once had a judge tell me... Um, he said, uh, you know, George, he said, um, you know, I used to get really worked up about, you know, when I was practicing law, I used to really get worked up about people not following my advice. I would make all this effort to give them the script, to give them the path, to give them the road, and they would go and just ignore it. And he said, after a while, I realized, you know what? Why am I getting upset about this? Why am I getting upset? Why am I torturing myself? I've given them the advice. I've given them the guidance. And if they want to follow it, fine. If they don't, it's on them. You can't save everybody. You can't save everybody. Everyone has to come to their own moment of realization in their own time. And everyone needs to work themselves out of the hole in their own time. Some of them never work themselves out of the hole. Some people never get out of the hole. But those who really do have character, who have conviction, who have belief, they will find a way. You have to be stern with others, you have to show others the way, but you have to be kind to others. Don't put negative energy out there. Don't put hateful shit out there. 
There's already enough negativity and hate in the world, and the last thing the world needs is more of it. And you will find that if you allow yourself to be marinated in that toxic soup, you, you will become that. You become that. And it, it, manifests, it manifests itself physically, too. You can see bitter old people there. They're like shriveled up, wrinkled up hags. It's almost like the hatred has just eaten them out from within like a cancer. You can see it. It, it just exudes from their pores like a toxic cloud. And there is nothing, there is nothing more unattractive than that. Nothing more unattractive than that. And conversely, there is nothing more attractive than seeing that sort of, that, that, that inner beauty just radiate from someone, that positive energy. And so it may not be their clothes, it may not be their face, the, 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 the construction of their face, the physical beauty. It's the energy they give off. That's what's so attractive. That's what, that's what charisma is. That's what charisma really is. It's that positive energy that's being reflected out there in the world by someone's inner essence. It really is true. It really is true. And that's why people who are toxic, people who are negative, you have to get them out of your life quickly. You have to get them, you have to get away from them. Because all they're going to do is drag you down into their nonsense and their noise. So hopefully this helped. So get out there, make it happen, get in there and get them.